Welcome back to another episode of Tuxedo Time, where we wear tuxedos and it is time. Podcast edition. edition. Special two-year anniversary edition. Podversary edition. Podversary. <laughs> you had to make a portmanteau, didn't you? <laughs> What's a portmanteau? It's com- combining two words. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had to. It would be such a wasted opportunity. Podversary. <laughs> it's like blogiversary. 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 Podversary. <laughs> so we've been doing this now for two years. Yes. Do, have we figured out a theme? Do we have a theme for this? I don't know. If you're new here, this podcast is basically an extension of our main YouTube channel, Becky and Chris. It started off as- Which a, in and of itself does not have a, a niche. single niche or topic. No, it doesn't. It's kind of all There's the shit pillars. we're into. There's pillars. This podcast is an extension of that YouTube channel. It originated on that channel as kind of a segment where we could sit down and talk to you guys about topics. And then we thought it would be better fitted as a podcast. So we started this mm-hmm. and we basically have candid, unfiltered discussions about life, video production, and being a creator while wearing our sweatpants, aka our tuxedos. If you didn't know what that meant, now you know. And um, that's kind of my little uh, description of what this podcast is. Yeah, Would so those, you agree? Those pillars that you're talking about are sort of main. Oh, wait, are you talking about our main channel? Well. Our pillars on our main channel. Yeah, but by proxy, this podcast as well, because it's an extension of the main channel. Yes. So it's basically photo, video, sort of visuals, multimedia, if you will. Yep. Home design, mm-hmm. renovation slash decor slash modern design. And travel, which is usually helicopter-related stuff because I'm a helicopter pilot and we travel sometimes by helicopter. Yes. And it's what I like to do. Yeah. So this podcast, when we say- Encompasses all of our interests. That's our main channel. And this podcast being an extension, we kind of deep dive on the things that we talk about on our main channel. So the topics kind of spur from videos that we make over there. So Mm -hmm. if you are listeners of the Tuxedo Time podcast and have never watched our main YouTube channel, go check it out. Becky and Chris on YouTube. I wonder if anybody like her tuxedo aficionados, like actual tuxedo aficionados. Let me know in the comments. And they found our podcast because they thought it was going to be all about tuxedos, but it's not. But it's not. If you are watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments if you just listen to the podcast or watch the podcast. They probably give us one star if that was the case. Yeah. They're like, what is this about? Why are they talking about a massage? Rub and tug. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was supposed to be about video. (laughs) Which episode was that again? I think it was episode 15. I can't remember. <laughs> that was probably one of the stupidest stories that we ever have done. <laughs> yeah, it was really dumb. Yeah, so we are a number of episodes in now. We started this podcast two years ago. It started out as an audio-only podcast. We were using video mics. Remember those days? Yes, we had road video mics basically on, tripo- on tripods. Yep. And we were sort of trying to like angle them so that they were as close to our mouths as possible. But it created a very difficult setup because having to face you as we were talking and then Mm -hmm. still having to have a mic that's not on a proper mic stand. Yeah. My neck was cricked by the end of it. Yeah. So we kind of moved around setups. We never really had like a permanent spot where we'd record the podcast. So we were in the old filming room, then Mm -hmm. in the living room, then we were down here. And then after, I think it was 14 episodes of just doing audio, we realized that we liked doing this Mm -hmm. and it was fun and kind of sustainable. We've been a little slack on the uploads, but you know... We haven't dropped it off the way we did with Creatively Committed, our first podcast, which we'll talk about shortly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But after, but, how many episodes in were we when like you posted the podcast setup we were using on Twitter? Okay. So we were 14 episodes in when we decided to, that we liked doing the podcast, then that we w- wanted to make a video podcast. So start this YouTube channel so we could post video podcasts, three angles, 
I decided to do that. Um, <laughs> actually, it's easier to edit three angles than it is to, to edit one. But um, and then two episodes into our video podcast was when we had this interaction with Road on Twitter. They, they were, basically like were looking at our setup using video mics. And they're like, oh my god, oh my they're god. probably like cringing. Yeah. So basically, I am Patrick T posted a photo of his podcast setup where he was using these pod mics and a Rodecaster Pro. And I was like, wow, that's a beautiful setup. And I like posted a picture of our shitty setup where there was like a <laughs> pair of pantyhose pulled over a hanger attached to everything. <laughs> and they were like, oh my God. And within like 10 minutes, there was an email in my inbox from Rode being like, um... Can, can we hook you up with the roadcaster setup <laughs> it was like yes please yeah no it's a great setup yeah it's, it's fantastic there's a def there's a definitive moment when we implemented that setup it's yeah like, oh this sounds so much better yeah and it was about the same time where we kind of settled on this being the podcast set right and it kind of came at the same time yeah this isn't an ad for for road no but thank you road but for hooking did. us up and improving our podcast yes and it's it's nice because it was the setup was everything i hoped it was gonna be is literally like plug yeah. and play so easy for people sounds who don't know great audio. right out of the box for especially for people like us we don't know audio very well and it just sounds great right out of the box and professional and with minimal tweaking so that was that's a very good product yeah in my opinion i agree so what are we now are we 30 episodes in i don't know let me let me check how many episodes in we are hold please oh my gosh we are 31 episodes this is episode 31 so here we are, 31 episodes in. It's kind of funny. You see this progression, right? Like we started with the gear that we had just to see if we like doing this. Was it sustainable? Yes, it was. Then we moved to video podcasts. We liked that. We could do that. Then we got the new gear and the whole set. And now we're episode 31. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. I, I have fun doing this podcast. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. Yeah. Just having a little chat. Yeah, I'd get to hang out with you and chat about shit that we'd probably only talk about on a Sunday over coffee until you had to have a bowel movement and then the conversation would be over. There you go. But following with the theme of slowly adding things over time, it took us two years to get to the point now where we have video podcast, audio podcast, show notes, a proper setup, three angles on the video mm -hmm. set. Um and now we're going to add an Instagram account to the mix. Wait, we're what? We're adding a po podcast Instagram account. She's adding it. I am adding it. So if you guys want to follow us over on Instagram, the Tuxedo Time podcast, we're just going to be posting short clips from the podcast, but also some some photos that we talk about in some of the episodes that are normally on our show notes, but we're going to post them on Instagram too for a laugh. Yeah, the show notes are on the web our website, so it's a lot easier for most people who browse Instagram already to probably see some of that content there. Yeah. I thought it'd be a fun way to kind of share some older photos in a kind of a different way. It's, it's definitely going to have a different vibe from our like Becky and Chris Instagram account where it's all photography. Tuxedo time Instagram is going to be kind of a mix of graphics, old photos and video stuff. So mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. So if you want to follow us, you can check the link in the description box. There you go. But uh, I kind of want to do some experimenting with like reels and stuff. When we started this podcast and started doing videos, I had this intention of doing these like short clips taken out of the podcast and just posting them as individual clips. But I kind of feel like it messes up the feed. If you want to like binge listen to the podcast, it's easier just to, you know, play it and let it go through. Mm -hmm. So I thought, hey, maybe it would be kind of fun to, you know, clip out some fun sections of the smaller podcast, post it on reels and just kind of like experiment with that and see how it goes. 
we talked last time about shorts and reels. I know, and how right? We don't really exactly do how we so don't like, want to do shorts. <laughs> yeah, we don't. But this might be this might be a way where it feels less like th- th- there's value kind of added because we're pulling like certain Pull quotes exactly excerpts. Yeah, so that will be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk uh, for a second about creatively committed. Our first podcast. This is the theme song that we use for the. Uh, for the original guy. So when we started that podcast, that was originally supposed to be a live show on our Facebook group called Pixel and Lens, which is like a photo video club. If you want to join it, I will leave it in the show notes. And we started this, you know, video series where we'd go on live on Facebook. We'd interview like a photographer or YouTuber or whatever live with them. They would ask the questions and then we'd film it for our YouTube channel and then post it as a podcast. We got three episodes in and we failed. It's hard though, because you were trying to do it all at once. You did like, it's like a podcast, which in and of itself was a little bit different for us. We didn't even have proper mics. Yeah. We did it with video, multiple angles. And then it required not just you and I, but another person who you were interviewing. Yeah. So now you like, it's not only just us, it's hard enough for us. And we started it in Newfoundland. Yeah. There's not a lot of like photographers. Actually, we started in Vancouver. Didn't we do Dave Howells from Newfoundland? We did Trevin from Vancouver first. Oh, that's right. Okay. Then Dave Howells and Lizzie Pierce. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, it just wasn't sustainable. Like we didn't have access to the people. And quite frankly, I I don't really want to run a interview podcast. It's just right. not something that I want to do, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that kind of failed. <laughs> yes. So we were kind of reluctant to start something new, I think. But that- while you've made this pretty extra with all the angles, it's still, I think it's more sustainable by just the virtue of not having to have be reliant on having a guest on it. Yeah. And I think it's, it's fun to have a place where we can kind of have these like uncut, unfiltered conversations about things that relate to our channel without posting like an hour long video on our main channel. Mm -hmm. And I think as time progressed to like when we tried creatively committed and it didn't really work out. And then we added the segment tuxedo time to our YouTube channel. We were finding that when we, we made that segment, it was kind of like this where we'd sit down and say, hey, like this is what's going on. We're answering questions or we're hanging out. But even then we couldn't really like put an uncut thing on because our our YouTube channel was pretty polished and edited. Exactly. So it was significantly cut down. Right. So I mean like the maximum like duration we'd have of a conversation might be like 10 or 15 minutes max. Exactly. And what I was finding with that was like didn't really give us the ability to get jam as much information or have these conversations, you know, in a way that I wanted to have them Mm -hmm. where it kind of felt like you were hanging out with us and chilling where it felt almost rushed. There was lots of jump cuts and stuff. Yep. And what that segment kind of turned into was like, Oh God, we don't have a vlog this week. Let's do tuxedo time. Yes. And (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? And I think we were doing vlog after vlog after vlog. Yeah. This was right when we moved to Buffalo and I think that was around the time where our main channel progressed into something a little bit different than what it had been originally Mm -hmm. because it started off being like documenting our life on vlogs and then tuxedo time happened. It's like, Oh, we're having a conversation, but then it turned into more like tutorial based stuff. And now we're doing helicopter stuff and travel stuff. And now we're into more tutorials and story based content and series. And so now something like this, like tuxedo time as a segment doesn't really work on our main channel. Right. So, we felt that it was a more random thing to add to our channel. Exactly. So that's why we decided to start a separate podcast and then in turn also start this YouTube channel. And it kind of just gives us a different platform to, you know, make different types of content and 
you know, maybe some people might not be interested in our main channel and might want to just hear us shoot the shit about. Yeah. But you know what? There's people use podcasts differently though. Yeah. Right. Like not everyone you can, has time to sit down and watch YouTube videos. Think about all the people that have commutes. Yeah. They'll throw podcasts on me yeah. included. Mm-hmm. So like there might be channels that I might not watch, but I'll listen to the audio version because I'm on a commute. I'm not going to, can't watch YouTube videos driving to work. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the difference because with me, like the only time I get to listen to podcasts is when I'm going for a walk. And if an episode comes up, I'll use that as an excuse to go for a walk from somebody. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't have a commute. I work from home. So a lot of times if I'm taking a break, I'm on YouTube and I'll, you know, watch a quick 10 minute video and then I'm off working again. So, you know, my podcasts are kind of saved for walking or traveling or the rogue time that I have a long drive, mm-hmm. which is not very often. Nope. Not at all. She's a Almost thought I forgot to hit record that time. As we talked about in the last episode, I don't know where the, where the two years went. Dude, this two years, last two years, I felt like one big long year. Yeah. <laughs> but it is funny now, like 31 episodes in, I feel like, you know, we're still like, what is this, you know, podcast really about? I think we're starting to nail it in now and we've got our set, we've got our three angles, we've got our setup, and now we can kind of just hammer on content and... I think goals going forward for this podcast is to continue it just being an extension of the channel and giving us a space to deep dive on these weird topics and hopefully chat to you guys in the comments. Uh, it's something that we weren't able to do when it was just audio only. It was kind of like us talking at you, but no way to really interact with you. Yeah. We should have some guests on this year uh, virtually because I think this can, this can pair with your phone or Bluetooth, I think. Yeah. So we could call people theoretically. Yeah. And have them on as guests. So that's kind of one, one thing I'd love to do this year is to bring back Creatively Committed in a in some kind of capacity where it, maybe it's not necessarily like an interview like it used to be, but maybe it's just like we have a guest on and we shoot the shit, whether mm-hmm. they're in person, depending on what happens with COVID or yeah. whether it's on the phone. I think that would be really fun. Um, I'd like to introduce a couple of new segments where maybe we have a podcast about a topic, but then we phone somebody to get their advice on like the last half of the episode or something like that, which I think would be kind of expert fun. opinion. Yeah. You know, expert consult. I, I have this vision <laughs> of like, you know, talking about starting a YouTube business and like calling Chris and Lizzie mm-hmm. for like 10, 15, 20 minutes and just, yep. you know, and asking them questions. Um, so I think it'd be fun to bring something like that back in some capacity, have some guests on. Um, and then also, like, I had a lot of fun doing the after show with Heading East. And I think I'd like to continue that format for some of the deeper, more in-depth projects that we do. Because it kind of gives us an opportunity to answer questions or talk about production. That It's like the director's commentary on DVDs. I keep going back to the DVD extra analogy. That's exactly kind of like what it is, you know? Yeah. Like we're trying to make all this extra content, ancillary content for this. We actually have more content about the series that we do Yeah. on our YouTube channel than the actual series are long. Yeah, totally. Mm. It's funny because like sometimes I think like, am I sharing too much? Do I have too many platforms? Like, am I making too much content? But then the flip of me is like, what do I want to watch? Like, what would I want to see from one of my favorite creators or creator that I watch? And it, I want to see like deep dive stuff, podcasts, longer format content. I want to see more from my favorite creators. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's, like, I don't know. I think part of the thing going into this year is like, what do I want to see? And like, I'm going to make what I want to see. Yeah, you know what? You can't go wrong with that recommendation. And a lot of big YouTubers will say that, like create content that you want to watch. Yeah. And there's someone out there who also wants to watch it. Yeah. And maybe that audience isn't large, but you know what? Numbers aren't everything. Correct. 
right? <laughs> That's why I always say. Yeah. I think too, like some advice, and I, we probably talked about this on the podcast before, but like going into this new year, like you're setting goals and figuring out what kind of content you make. Like don't base your goals and accomplishments off numbers that you can't control. Yeah. It's trying to like a lesson in stoicism only make, <laughs> make your goals, uh, controllable, like, th- like things that are achievable and concrete. Don't make your goals things that are out of your control, like sub counts. Mm-hmm. It's like make your, make your goal. I want to make this many videos this year, or I want to get, you know, do this course on this topic or things that you are in, it's in your control. Yeah. But to say my goal is to have a thousand subscribers this year. Yeah, you can't control you can't that control at that. all. You can do a lot of things to strategize about the content you're making and how you're titling your videos and your thumbnails, but you can't control how many people actually click. Right. Because it's all experimenting, in my opinion. Yeah. And then also it's it's experimenting, but it's also like it's not, there's never true experimenting. Yeah. Because an experiment requires you to control all your variables, change one variable record your, your outcome, have a hypothesis. And then did you prove or disprove the hypothesis? That's true experimenting. You can't control, you can change a variable, but you've got all sorts of different variables you can't control for. Yeah. Therefore, by definition, you can't experiment on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like you can't draw any meaningful conclusions. Scientifically, you can't. Scientifically. So I am very suspect when I hear about like YouTube gurus, quote unquote, who like claim to say, this is the way to, to do it. This is the way to do it. It's like, Dude, you don't know that. Yeah. It's like you've done something and you think there's an improvement, but realistically, this is just an observation. You have one data points and act out. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not science, but there's no way to do it because you're never going to have the volume of channels to be able to iron out all those other fluctuations. Right. You're not going to take a bunch of channels, group them into two, two things, randomly assign them to group A, randomly assign them to group B, where one, one invariable is different. And then you'll figure out what the best thumbnail is or the best this or best that. Like there's no science to back that any of this stuff up. Yeah. I think too, when you're looking at numbers, it can almost hinder ex- experimentation in a different way. So like say if you're used to making a certain type of videos and they're performing well, and then you try something a little different and then it doesn't perform well and you get scared and go back to, you know, getting back in that lane of making the old stuff that you were making that were, was performing well. Mm-hmm numbers and algorithms can kind of hinder growth in that way where it doesn't allow you to experiment and try new things because they're favoring the old way. Yeah. So here's another thing. I think I talked in the last episode, regression towards the mean. Yeah. That's the principle that you're whatever, if you're doing a task that has some sort of metric, chances are your next attempt is going to be the average, the mean. So you end up having a good video and it's say it's like a high up. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to try to change this. So then you're going to change a variable and chances are your next video is not going to perform as good as your first one because it's going to have a tendency to regress towards the mean. So all of a sudden you see a downtrend mm-hmm. between videos like, oh, and you'll draw a conclusion that whatever I just tested means that it's not going to work. So I'm never going to do that again. When realistically you could have done the same damn thing yeah. and you would, you would have seen that down tick anyway. Right. And like, you're trying to draw conclusions and meaningless fluctuations. It's like trying to predict the stock market. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't do it. It's kind of like the same with thumbnails and titles too. It's like, you can have a video that like does well at the beginning and then kind of falls off. And it's like, oh, if I change the thumbnail or the title, one or the other, which one is it going to perform? Or, and like, if you do it and it starts performing, is it because you changed the thumbnail or title or would it have been 
you know, you have no you idea. Have no idea. You have and no everyone idea. says like, oh, you ch- you change a thing. Yeah. yeah, maybe okay, you've seen that, you know, once or twice, but like you could change the thumbnail like three or four times and suddenly it takes off. But maybe you would have just taken it off anyway, right. based on the title. And it's interesting because that channel we talked about in the last podcast, Veritasium, is one yeah. of like the uh, one of my favorite learning slash science channels. And he has a video dedicated to thumbnails and titles. Yeah. And he specifically says that he'll have a bunch of thumbnails and he'll keep trying them. And I've heard other top YouTubers say that too. Like they'll keep trying different thumbnails until they see it pop off. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, it's like, yeah, you, you are technically it's an internal control because it's the same video, the same content, but the only thing you're changing is, and it's you, it's not yeah. a different, it's not a different person, but the only thing you're changing is the title and thumbnail. But you don't have, still don't really know for sure if it was because of the channel thumbnail, if it was just the algorithm was just picked up anyway Yeah. for a number of different reasons, time of day, when your subscribers come on, you know, it's, it's like, there's still a lot of variables and people are, have convinced themselves that thumbnails and titles are, I think thumbnails and titles are important. I don't I disagree agree because it's like the cover of the book. It's like, right. is the thumbnail, is the title enticing enough to pique your interest and does the thumbnail look good? But then does your video perform on the quality of the thumbnail? Yeah. But I don't, I'm not hundred percent convinced that like you find some magic combination and by changing it because the video is going to run its course. Yeah. Right. And like, I have no idea if the algorithm is going to favor it because you found the, the holy grail of titles and thumbnails. It's like, yeah, they're important, but like doing this rapid fire switch thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a believer. Part of me is like, okay, well like let's try some stuff. The other part of me is like, ugh, I don't have the energy to continue to be brought down by the number and how this is performing. Like move on to the next one. Right. Which is probably not the best way to do it when you're doing business. Well, it's not the most efficient way when you consider getting the maximum bang for your input. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, if that's what, allows you to maintain your sanity and mental health. Yeah. Then fine. It's a balance. I uh, was on my YouTube dashboard. I tweeted this the other day mm-hmm. and uh, it was like, you didn't upload uh, it was like this warning and it was like, you didn't upload a video last week and therefore 19% of people are, cho- are, are watching your videos less or something like that. And it was like, views are down 19%. Yeah. <laughs> because you didn't post a video last week and it's like, it's okay to take a break but maybe next time make more videos and schedule them while you're gone. And I was like, <laughs> it's okay to t- take a break, but don't take a break. Yeah. And then Ju- Justine was like, that's not a vacation. <laughs> and th- the thing with that is like in, in theory, like that sounds good, you know, make extra videos, schedule them in practice. It's really difficult when you're trying to make a lot of videos mm-hmm. at, to make extra videos. And then also, you know, I can't post and ghost. Like I can't say schedule a video for this time, post it and not, be responding to comments. People took the time to watch the video and comment. Like, I think it's my duty for the first at least couple hours to reply to the mm-hmm. people who took the time to do that. So I can't sit there on my vacation, have a video go live and then not have anxiety about it. Like I'd have anxiety just thinking about it being there, not to mention having to share it on Twitter, Instagram, your website, like that's work. Therefore, you're not taking a break. Right. So it creates this really unhealthy work-life balance where it's like you either have to make more videos and work even harder Mm -hmm. and be really tired to schedule stuff and then still work on your vacation or you take a break by posting it or you take a break and they stop showing your channel and then you have to like spend months like trying even harder to re- Claw your way out of the debt. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's almost like living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. It's like living video to video. Well, you have, you it's no not vi- really like living paycheck to paycheck, but I mean, well, I mean like, it's like you have 
no videos in the bank. Yeah. And like, and then you're stressed because you have no videos in the no bank. No content. And then you've got to like bang something out and next you, week. Yeah. And you know, YouTube's going to tank your channel, <laughs> which is why part of me just wants to stop giving a shit about the numbers and just make stuff for fun. So I've been telling you to do, man. I know because like, otherwise you're, you know, busting your balls, trying to put up videos and hack the algorithm and trick people into watching your videos oh or God. make it a, you know, an enticing enough title. And it's like, sometimes I just want to make videos and have fun and enjoy it. And you know, if it doesn't get as many views as the last one, you know, whatever, whatever. Cause it's 10 out of 10 video. as soon as you start caring about a lot of that stuff. And I get it because the more you care, the better, you know, your better your videos might perform because you're trying to do all these strategies to, you know, get your video like in front of people and then therefore you get paid. Like this is my job now. Like this is my full time job. So I should be caring more about it, but then, you know, it's happiness as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sanity. Sanity. Yeah. It's a balance. Yep. A little bit of strategy, a little bit of caring, a lot of fun and a lot of let that shit go. Yep. You have to. <laughs> yeah. Let it roll off your back because exactly. otherwise you're going to drive yourself mad. What would you like to see um, on this podcast in 2021 or 2022 what year is it 2022 <laughs> what well, chris what would you like to make on this podcast in 2022 i was just planning on making the same stuff we've been making as a you know a bts if you will yeah of the content that we have on our main channel yeah and the content i want to see in our main channel would be helicopters because i enjoy helicopters you want to see more you want to do yeah. more helicopter videos i do yeah i think that you need to learn how to fly a helicopter oh, god I know I do. Stress me out. Keeps me up at night thinking about the it. The two people, the two, the two fears are like polar opposite fears pulling you from side to side. The fear that I'm going to have some sort of sudden medical event that's going to incapacitate me and that you're going to be, all you're going to be thinking is, oh my God, for that 20 seconds it takes till yeah. we hit the ground, you'll be like, wow, I really should have learned how to at least just put this helicopter on the ground safely because I could have saved both of our lives. I need to Google, like, how do you make yourself do something that you really don't want to do because that's yeah versus the it's hard it's hard to it's not just like learning how to drive that's the thing like flying sure a helicopter is. there's a lot more to it than just like pressing the pedal and pressing the brake it's a and lot steering. yeah there's a lot more to it and like when you're afraid of heights you get motion sick and you just don't give a shit like it's <laughs> so hard to want to learn because it's such an effort to learn mm -hmm. do you know what I mean it's like, oh, it's like exhausting to think about, but I know. I yeah, you can probably get proficient in like 10, 15 hours. That's a long time. You have over 100 hours. Yeah. Flying. Well, anyway, we're not going to talk about this right now because this is our podversary, not stress aversary. <laughs> the stress of thinking about how to fly, fly, but also the stress of like the fact that you've squandered the last hundred hours and not Fuck learned up. at all. Yeah. Well, think <laughs> and if there's of, ever an event, we're both from. dead. Think about where I came from, uh -huh. not even being able to function, taking fucking Valium and gravel to try to make it through <laughs> a flight. That's true. Like. It took a long time to get to where I am mm -hmm. right now, which is re like recognizing my nausea as either yeah. anxiety you or You come a long sickness. way, but also in the course of 100, 100 and whatever hours, you could have had a commercial helicopter license by now. <laughs> it's it's kind of like if I told you like you must learn how to make the best wedding videos of your life and then shoot 15 hours worth of videos. If I would shoot. If, if the proposition was shoot. Actually, I can't even say if anything the because you're was, the type of person who would just do whatever just to get it done. If the pro even if you say, fucking were true, miserable. True, true, But also if the I'm proposition like was to 
put in 15 hours to guarantee that I wasn't going to die. I'm like, yeah, that's a no brainer investment for me. If, if it's a guarantee <laughs> that I'm not going to die with if that's the stakes, we should not be flying. <sighs> so we'll probably have to remove 15 minutes of this podcast. Um, any regrets on starting the podcast? Do you no, want- it's sometimes I'm just like tired and exhausted when I get home. Yeah. And it's sometimes hard to force yourself to do something. Yeah. But you know what? I'll force myself to do something, especially it means I'm not going to die after 15 hours. <laughs> that was a perfect segue. I'm giving you the that middle fucking finger. Right back. You had to leave it all in now. <laughs> this, this is a really challenging part of having a joint channel and a joint podcast because like if one person's not feeling it, you don't do it. But then there's the pressure for the person who's doing it full time to be showing up as we just talked about mm-hmm. with the algorithms and stuff, which is why on our main channel, you see me showing up the majority of the time by myself most of the videos are just me mm-hmm. and if i can in- include chris in some kind of b-roll but it is hard man because he doesn't have a lot of time i'm just gonna do a podcast by myself where i just talk just call it tuxedo tuxedo hour <laughs> tuxedo minute <laughs> no i'm just i but you know what it is tell it is challenging when you work full time and you're tired to do all this stuff on the side that's why bulk recording is key to is the key. existence but then finding the time to bulk record as well when yeah. you're not exhausted. You'll probably notice that I'm wearing the same outfit as the last one, the last podcast. If it's early enough when he gets home from work and he's like mentally feeling okay to do the podcast, let's get in at least two if we can. You know, it's tough though. It is tough. I think that was really it. It was okay. our podversary, so we're gonna start, we're gonna start the Insta- the Portman two of podcast and anniversary. Yeah, it's just fun to look back on where we started and just kind of analyze when things kind of got implemented. Because I think as creators and when we're starting off a project or a podcast or YouTube channel, we think we have to have it all right away. We Mm -hmm. need to have the name figured out, the concept, the niche, the gear, the lighting. We need to have it all. We need to be good on camera right away. But the reality of it is, is that you had to start somewhere. And the best thing to do is just start with whatever you have. Whether they be video mics. (laughs) Whether they are video mics or a mic attached to your phone, do it practice experiment see if you like it and if you do is it sustainable can you do it can you show up whatever your upload schedule is and if so then slowly add things in right like like we said it was 17 episodes was it or 14 episodes until we decided to do the youtube that's a lot that's 14 hours of content <laughs> until road saw our setup and they're like oh they're like, my oh, god, god. <laughs> if you guys are thinking about starting something this year whether it is a podcast or a youtube channel or even photography don't feel the pressure to have it all figured out because behind the scenes with the people who you're watching like they have years and years of experience behind them and and we've all started somewhere we've all started with not a lot and, you know, tried to make it work and slowly added gear over time. Mm-hmm. And I think this podcast is kind of a perfect example of that. And looking at the stages it went through with the video mics and the definitely, tights over the stretched hanger. Definitely came a long way. We have. And, uh, you know, there's still improvements to make. You know, really, we should be saying a full intro every time we introductory this podcast of what this podcast actually is for, you know, think of somebody who's brand new who just turns on episode 30 out of nowhere mm-hmm. and they're like oh what the fuck does welcome to tuxedo time where we were tuxedos in his time podcast edition even mean <laughs> what is that i don't even know anymore it's our quirky little intro it is but i mean realistically most people who are listening to this came from our youtube channel yeah so it is very I, I i guarantee you there's probably 
almost zero people who stumbled upon this podcast and listened and to it regularly listen to it and but have no idea to. what our YouTube channel is. They probably listen to the first five seconds. They're like, what Hit is Hit us up this? on Twitter if, if that describes you. I'm very, I'd be very impressed if there was even one person who found our podcast and had no idea about our YouTube channel. Yeah, I'd be curious as well. If you are watching this on YouTube, let us know in the comments uh, what you'd like to see for 2022 and what you've been enjoying thus far. And if there's anything you want us to talk about, if you have any questions for us, let us know. We'll try to incorporate them in future episodes. Oh, why don't we direct them to the Anchor app so that they can send us voicemails? Yes, please go to Anchor. It's free. You don't really need it. So how do they do it? Do they download the app? I don't even think you need to download the app. I think you can just go to the website. Uh You can go to our Anchor page, which will be linked in the description box. And you can send us an audio message. We'll link to that in the show notes. We'll link to it in the show notes. We have a segment on this podcast called Open Mic, where we take short audio messages from you guys. So yeah, let us know if you have any questions or things you'd like to hear in the new year. There you go. And also if... If you have any suggestions on who we should call for a creatively committed segment, <laughs> let us know who you'd like to hear from. I want to get Donna on the podcast. We have you done on the podcast. And also Peter, I'd love to have a conversation about something specific with Peter. We, we definitely work something out like that. Yeah. Okay. You guys would have plenty of stuff to talk to. You guys I think are it would like, be like a five hour long podcast just about knives. <laughs> no, it would just be about like packaging and like yes. design and yeah. like pretty shit. Okay, well, with that said, thank you guys so much for watching this special edition of Tuxedo Time Podversary Edition, and we will catch you on the next one. Bye.